jump into the epic world of Avatar The Last Airbender with Nickelodeon's official companion podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Listen to Avatar, Braving the Elements on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. It's a hit of pod, H-O-P, with me, Nikki Glazer. It is um, Sunday morning, no, afternoon. We're clocking in here at about 12.18 p.m. Central Time. And uh, being in the Central Time Zone is hell. Shout out to anyone who's in Central or Mountain. Everything is based on East Coast or West Coast, and it makes things confusing when you're... um, when you either have to add an hour or subtract two hours or um, I actually go off of everything in my schedule is based on Madrid time and I just uh, minus 10 hours and that's how I, it's a just very easy math that I do. Just kidding. That's not what I do, but I could do that because I think that's right. No, Madrid, I think is eight hours. Ahead. Nope. Sep, six ahead of New York. I think I remembered that because my sister lived in Madrid for a year. So I would always be like, what's six hours ahead? And I'd be like, that's what Lauren is living um cool story Nikki so um I'm actually gonna see my sister later today it is my niece's birthday in some days I don't know soon and um we are going to have another uh I guess my sister likes to bang at a certain time of year because both of her kids had birthdays during this quarantine so that's what that tells me there's like a season where her and her husband like to get it on and it usually dumps a child into the world about nine months later in in the uh, late spring. So uh, her birthday is Poppy is my um, niece. You re- you might remember Poppy from when she was born a year ago. Was it a year ago? Oh my god! Or two years ago? No, it was a year ago. She was born, and um, my brother-in-law sent out a the birth announcement it was like you know five in the morning or something like that and he was like welcome to the world poppy louise green and my mom and like eight pounds two ounces 32 inches long I don't know how long babies are but like you know all the stats and then nothing was written I I woke he said in the middle of the night so I didn't wake up and then I woke up and um my mom had replied is that really her name question mark and with no response and my mom let that sit for hours so my mom got that text the birth announcement and then wrote is that really her name and then left it um and then as soon as I woke up I was like congratulations oh my gosh but like that was my mom's only reply it was so funny I posted on Instagram she was so mad my mom was so mad because she was revealed to like kind of look not nice and um and she wouldn't back down. She wouldn't admit that that was kind of shitty. She was like, I was joking. And it's like, well, if you were joking, then why didn't you say ha ha or like follow it up? You weren't joking. And it's okay. You know, maybe you saw a side of yourself in that moment from me posting that picture of the screenshot that like maybe you're like, oh, I should work on that. I maybe not be not be so quick to just say what's on my mind like you can take from instead of deflecting those moments and being like but I but 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 excuse you can just go oh yeah I that was actually rude you know just own up to it that's what I'm having to do a lot is that I just have to own up to being a bitch when I'm confronted by it my parents the other night are really upset with me because 
And I didn't know this until they told me, but my mom's really hurt by uh, the YouTube videos that were shot while she was in New York in January. They did a couple segments of my um, internet show off air for my radio show. And she, so she's on YouTube and she was like, I look disgusting. Stop posting those. And I'm like, why did you get on camera and sit down with two cameras in front of you and get mic'd if you didn't think you looked good? Like you kind of sign up. That's just the way it works in this business. Like if you don't put your foot down about not wanting to be on camera and you put yourself on camera, like the footage is going to happen. Like you don't get to say we can't use it. She's like, well, I didn't want to be on camera. And I go, I didn't tell you you're going to be on camera. She's like, no, you didn't. My dad's like, you didn't tell us, Nick. You did. And I'm like, that was my fault. I should have communicated that. I did not do that. And that was wrong. But next time, if I ever try to put you on camera and you don't want to be on camera, just tell me in the moment. Right. So I'm not making an excuse. That was rude of me not to tell you. I usually I hate when people don't warn me that I'm going to be on camera. It's one of my biggest pet peeves about this business is that men don't tell women when they're going to be on camera because men don't even fucking think about it. But my mom was like, you didn't tell us. And I'm like, well, then you should have said I don't want to be on camera, Nick. I didn't know I was going to. But, you know, she knew she was going to Sirius and was going to be on my radio show. She knew she might run into Howard Stern in the hallway. I just thought that she'd probably dress the way that she'd want to dress on camera. I didn't know. Look at me getting defensive, doing the thing that I said I wouldn't do. Mm. But anyway, I had to apologize for that. I had to also apologize because early on in this quarantine, I grabbed my mom's phone at one point and while she was talking to her friend who was not going to practice social distancing and I heard her talking to her and I grabbed the phone and I screamed pretty much yelled at um my mom's friend in a way that she couldn't even respond you know I was just like you know what I actually used to have respect for you and I thought you were a really smart woman and I looked up to you and you are being not intelligent right now and you are not you are not someone who's not intelligent so be intelligent now and practice social distancing do not go to that concert tonight and then I like yelled at this woman and by the way she used to be my teacher she was my teacher at one point for a whole year and now she's my mom's friend and so I was like I looked up to you as a teacher and right now I'm teaching you like I just got weird about it and turned it into like some like a scene in a movie like I did need to be so dramatic but I got really um really intense and shamey and then classic Nikki I just yelled at her and then I took put the phone back in my mom's hand and left the room left no accountability on my part didn't want to hear just didn't want to have a discourse just wanted to scream and then bail out I felt like a YouTube commenter just no accountability no um you know, it was really shitty of me to do. But in the moment, I didn't realize that until my mom told me the other day that that friend is still not happy with her. And my mom had to apologize and be like, I'm sorry I let Nikki grab my phone. And I'm like, that's not, you shouldn't have had to apologize for that. I, you, what, that you didn't have a big enough, good enough grip on your phone that I yanked from your hand? I think the fault in, the fault lies with me. Um. So yeah, it's just, it's not that hard to like see yourself and be like, I don't like that version of myself and try to change. Like, I don't like, um, I, I had a reality camera follow me around. I was trying to take a reality show before this whole went down, as you guys know, and I was out in LA and I saw a moment backstage at Conan. The guy was the, my guy that was filming me was filming me backstage at Conan. And I'm yelling at my parents in a way in front of everyone, my publicists, the makeup girls, Conan's producers, my friend Carlisle, 
And I'm just like snapping at them in a way that is so disgusting. And I didn't even realize it. Like I truly forgot that I was like on camera, even though I'm on camera, like the camera's right in front of me. There is something to that. When they say on reality shows, they forget the camera's there and they just act normally. You really do. Because I would not have behaved that way if I thought it looked like that. I'm very aware of how I look most times when I'm performing. And this showed me a side of myself that I was like, I don't like that. You know, do you ever see like a home video of yourself? And you're like, whoa, like I, I used to not be able to watch home videos when I was a little girl because I would see what a brat I was. And I never saw it until we would watch the videos. It's like the time I filmed my mom when she was drunk. Yeah, I pulled a, a, a daughter, a Hasselhoff daughter, and I filmed my mom when she was wasted just to show her what it was like. And she was pissed. But she definitely didn't drink for like two weeks after that. So it kind of works if you just show people who they really are. Um, but it, that was a shitty move. I mean, at the time I was a kid, so I actually am not going to um, apologize for that. I really wanted her to see because people don't see what they're like when they're drunk. That's what got me to quit drinking is that someone told me what I was like one time when I was drunk. And it was that wasn't the the cornerstone of it, but it was part of the thing that made me realize I don't want to be that person. I don't want to snap and turn on my friend on a dime because I like I, I went he said I went to the bathroom like happy and like just hang out you can sleep on my couch it was at my parents house when I was living here when I was 25 and I was like a drunk and I would just get blackout drunk every single night and then like eat all their food in the refrigerator and then try to like cover it up like I didn't eat it it was exhausting like I was just like suffering so much back then but I but he told me one time we were we hung out all day by my parents pool dr day drinking I'm wasted at night and I'm like just stay my parents went to bed and I'm like you can sleep on the couch let's just hang out I was like smoking pot fucking hanging out and then I went to the bathroom and he said I came back and I was just like you need to leave you need to leave please leave please and he's like I'm wasted Nick you said I could sleep here and I'm like go sleep in your car then you can't stay here and I just like turned on him and I was like what the hell that's so not me but it was me because what I wanted to do was like binge on some food and I didn't want him seeing it. So I, I, I guarantee you that was what that was about. Even though I was blackout, I guarantee you that was what was happening there. Um, but I, I just hate you got to know how you behave to in order to change. You have to be aware of it. Um, I'm trying to be more aware of my bad habits because you think you're aware of them and then you you realize like, whoa, that weed is gone. <laughs> Where did it all go? I thought I was like smoking so stringently, which I'm not, by the way, trying to cut back on pot at all. I just realized like fucking I need a little crutch for this time in my life because I'm I'm getting other things in my life under control that I've that I've been struggling with. And pot is like just what I want to go to right now. It's what I'm doing. But it doesn't mean I'm not like actually, you know, I'm, I didn't go on the hike yesterday by myself that I talked about. I went on a run without my phone and boy, that is so great. I really recommend running without your phone because on the way back, when you turn around, you will run so fucking fast to get back to your phone. I was seriously like sprinting because I was like, mama's coming. Like I felt I really did have a faster run because I didn't have my phone. So I recommend that. Um, yeah, I did a set last night, which was fucking wild. Uh, my friend Ben Glebe has this, uh, a, a comedy club called the Nowhere Comedy Club. And it seriously, if you guys love stand up and you miss stand up, go check that out. It's popping off over there. Um, real great headliners every night, a whole show. It feels like a show. Everyone's standing like the performers are standing. The audience, you um, you're mic'd, So you have to keep it quiet like you're at a comedy club except laughter. You know, you don't get to conversate and have background noise, but 
you know, we can hear you. The comedians can hear you. There's a slight delay. It's about two seconds of delay where I'll like say a joke and then one, two, laughter. And it's like, oh my God, there's this like moment, which I've never had before as a performer of, you know, I either, I either do stand up and I get immediate, like I find out immediately if, if I said what I said was funny. It's like, boom, boom. Then there's podcasts where it's like slow trickles, you know, but this is more free formed. It's not about the, 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 the feedback as much, even though I do appreciate it. There's a tweet. Tweet takes about 40 seconds for me to know if it's going to be something good. That's where I start seeing like, oh, people like it. Okay. Instagram, same way, 40 seconds. Um, but there's never a thing that just is a two second let, delay of, is this funny? And that's what Zoom stand-up comedy is. It's a weird two-second delay where you doubt everything. You question if you've ever said anything funny before in your life. And then the moment the laughter comes in, you're like, I fucking knew it. I'm brilliant. It was really satisfying. I did so many new jokes. I wrote like 20 fucking minutes yesterday just because of the stress of having to do a set. I went on a run without my phone and I was so mad because jokes wouldn't stop streaming out of my head like I was thinking in jokes it was just like this like purge of jokes and I couldn't I was trying to come up with um devices to remember them like they're for some reason I keep oh yeah I thought of a joke of um on these there's I do a running app I do the Nike running app and the only other the only friend I have on that app and please don't friend me on it I don't want to be friends um is my friend's ex-boyfriend or ex-husband at this point and um and so whenever I was doing runs I was trying to like communicate with him through the run like I would take a picture of myself at the end and I would just try to make my face look like how I felt about him that day so if he had been like if she had told me that day that he was like being shitty and like begging for her back I would just try to think of that and be like, what face do I want to give him to let him know he's so fucking lame? And so I just make a face of like, really? Fucking fuck you. Fuck you. And then the next day, maybe I'm like, um, you know, maybe he called her crying and wants her back. Did I say that for the last one? Well, whatever it is. Then maybe the next day I'm like, are you a little baby? Are you, what you, what do you want what you want when you want it? But when you didn't want her, you didn't fucking care. And then I'll do a face like, and I know he fucking sees it. It's so fun. You can just try to capture like a fucking, I'm, I'm bullying someone through my running app and it's so satisfying. I also got a Fitbit. My assistant has, um, has these Fitbits. She has the charge three. And so she got one for me. Um, and it's counting my steps, which I don't really appreciate. Oh wait, no, that's the time. Okay. I was going to say 1232. I thought I didn't done more than that. Um, no, I haven't done more than that. I've done 955. It's early. Um, I have a lot of problems with the Fitbit and none of these are my assistant's fault, but, um, it's, it's, it, I just, first of all, I'm glad I have it. It's going to track my sleep. I didn't wear it in my sleep last night, but I don't know what it's supposed to track when you sleep. Grace Ann, let me know. I really, I don't have this thing figured out, but I did a workout with this thing yesterday. This is all I wore out on my run, just this. And, um, and I know that my run is four miles long and I ran to the two mile mark because I set my phone I use an app on my phone to track my running I turn around at the two mile mark and it said I've gone one mile and 1.5 miles how could a thing be that off 0.5 miles you're gonna be 50 you're gonna be 25 percent off so that's my problem with Fitbit either that's lying or the Nike run app is lying but I don't think the Nike run app is lying because I also have used map my fitness on that bitch too and that's two miles so Fitbit is short short sighting me but it's a cool looking little bracelet. I do like it. And it keeps 
track of my heart rate, which I guess is beneficiary in some way. I don't know what I want. You know what I want out of a fucking device? I just want to look down during my run and see my heart rate because that's what you know. That's all I want to know. I don't want to see the time. I don't want to see my steps. I don't want to see how much further I have to run. I want to set it so that I can see my heart rate because my heart rate is where you know you're doing something special. I have a really low heart rate and I got to be honest, I'm pretty proud of myself. Like I'm going to do it right now. I bought this thing because Lizzie Cooperman told me that I needed an oximeter to check my oxygen levels like right when COVID started popping off. Um, cause you can check your, like the percentage of oxygen in your blood by putting your finger in these little things that just looks like a little bag, a chip clip that you put your finger in and it also checks your heart rate, which my heart rate is so fucking low. I'm so, I really am cocky about it cause it's like the same as Lance Armstrong's because it's like, but I was just born with it. It's not because I work out a lot, but it does make people, doctors always think I'm a marathon runner and it makes me feel so fucking cool. I'm like, no, I'm just dying. My heart is not pumping enough. They don't seem to be concerned about it. So let me see the oximeter. It's taking my pulse. I did my nails last night. I did different colors of pink and it. I finally get like why girls get their nails done like for you. Because this is really for me. 48. My heart rate right now is 48. And I'm talking up fast. Like I'm worked up. I can get it down even. I could get it down to a 39. Now you go tuck your heart rate and tell me what you have. And tell me how 48. It's crazy. God I'm so fit. I'm really not. I'm um, really out of shape. And uh, I, I know that I like I got to I got to do. Listen, no goddess. Who gives a shit? There's tons of workouts I could be doing. I watched a Cindy Crawford workout last night that I'm going to post on my Instagram because at the end of it, she posted an old workout from like the 90s and it's so hot. But at the end, she does these hip thrusts in the air and it is so funny. I go check my Instagram story. I'm going to put it up now. I really am going to do that because it's it was why it's wild how long it goes on for. But I think you're going to love it. I'm going to go do that now. Maybe I'll post it on my real story. It might be that funny. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I'll check in with you tomorrow. You know, I will um, have a great Sunday and uh, squirt, squirt. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.